Hello, little ones, and welcome to Life Transformational Self-Help, the Children's Bible Exploration Lessons Corner, Volume 1. I am your host, Wilhelmina, and I hope you will enjoy these episodes. Take and apply these lessons to your daily life, and be encouraged to share these stories with your loved ones, meaning your family members and your friends, as such as your siblings and classmates. Let's begin this episode with prayer. Father God, thank you for waking us up to be in your presence this morning. And forgive us of our sins as we are transitioning into a new year. There are new adventures and challenges to face. Our prayer is that you will be with us every step of the way, leading, guiding us in our thoughts actions and manifesting your prosperity throughout the year and beyond father as we are nurtured with your word show us how to take every principle taught in these episodes and apply them to our daily life we give you all the honor the glory and all the praise in jesus name amen okay so little ones Think about this. Have you ever encountered, meaning, have you ever come face to face with being alone? If so, did it make you feel afraid? In today's story, we will learn more about what makes us afraid and where it is coming from. We begin with a child who's afraid of sleeping without her mother in bed alongside her. Jalika, who is 10 years old, her mother Darlinda, sister Renetta, who is nine years old, and stepfather Daniel have just moved into a new home. Jalika and her younger sister Renetta shared almost everything together, including a full-size bed. In the same room, to which it was pushed up against their walls and closest to their window. Lika always dreaded, meaning she didn't like sleeping by their window and tried very hard to make sure she was always sleeping in the middle of their bed. But that wasn't happening. Somehow, she always ended up sleeping next to the window. She's uncertain means that she's not sure or or she's uncomfortable sleeping by the window because of some strange things happening during the times she will awake out of her sleep. 6 a.m. Mama calls Jalika and Renetta to come downstairs for breakfast. Good morning, Jalika and Renetta, mother says. Good morning, Mama, Jalika responds. It's time to eat your breakfast before you're off to school. And while we have the time to talk, I would like for us to explore, meaning to talk about how comfortable you were sleeping in your own room. 
Okay, Mama, I'll be down in a second, Julika says. As Julika giggles and wheeze while sliding down the side rail guard, swoop, and hops into one of the chairs at their table, she begins to daydream about how it was when she could sleep in bed with her mother and that she had nothing to fear because her mother was always lying beside her. Mother brings breakfast to the table and Jalika breathes in gracefully and sighs. As the sweet smelling aroma of strawberry whipped cream pancakes fill the room. While eating, Mama starts a conversation. Last night was one of the most restful nights I've ever had. How about your first experience in our new home, Jalika and Renetta? Jalika answers. Well, Mama, I prefer sleeping with you. Since this is something new, I'm frightened by the thought of sleeping alone. Mama responds. There is nothing to be afraid of, Jalika. No one else lives in this house but your father, sister, you and I. But Mama, Jalika says, sometimes I feel like there are more than Renetta and I in our room. By our window, there appears to be three spirits rocking back and forth, which causes me to hide under my blankets, as if I'm frightened by seeing lightning and hearing thunder roaring outside my window on a rainy night. Jalika, tell me, have you seen anything before over next to your windows at the last place we were living? No, Mama, not since we lived there. Mama, do you remember that night after we moved into our new home when I jumped into bed with you? That's when it all started. Mama pauses for a moment and then pulls her Bible off the kitchen shelf. She sits down at the table and opens it and says, Jalika, what you're experiencing is fear. And this is found in the Bible scripture. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind, which is found in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Meaning that the spirit which is living inside of you is without worry or doubt because your spirit trusts God's spirit to protect you. Fear is a spirit which makes us aware of the unknown, not knowing what is there, and because we don't know what is there, we become frightened. The start of this spirit of fear goes way back to Genesis chapters 2 to 3, with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and when they no longer trusted God, 
because of the deception from the serpent. That serpent always trying to separate us from God through the fear of the unknown and the use of our five senses. Sight, touch, taste, smell, hearing. His intentions are to distract us from getting to know our God-given purpose. And if we're distracted, it will delay or take our hearts away from fulfilling our true purpose. Let's take a good look at the story. Jalika interrupts Mama by saying, Mama, could we get our children's Bible so we can read with you, Mama? Mama answers, Yes, but hurry because we have a short time before your school bus arrives. Mama begins to share the story about God creating and establishing a relationship with Adam and Eve. Turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. But first, let's go back to the beginning, Genesis chapter 1. God created the heavens and the earth and the firmament thereof. In chapter 2, he created man from the dust of the ground and blew into the nostrils of man, and he became a living soul. God called the man Adam, and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. This is found in scripture in the book of Genesis chapter 2 verses 16 through 17. Adam was given the opportunity to name all the things in the garden and God saw that Adam was alone and thought he shouldn't be. Decided to cause Adam to fall into a deep sleep. But while he was sleeping, removed a rib from Adam's side to make a woman. Once awakened, Adam was well pleased with what God had created, and so he called her Eve, meaning the rib from my side to walk side by side in partnership. In creating man and woman, God's plans were to make partnership with us by establishing a covenant with all humans who accepted his offering in living freely without a care or worry because all their needs would be taken care of by him. There God built a trust with them. Adam and Eve later in chapter 3, the devil being slick, the serpent, strikes up a conversation with the woman Eve about what they were told by God. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. 
This is a scripture found in the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. Eve believed what the serpent said, took and bit into the fruit, realizing it was pleasing to taste, and so she offered it to Adam, and he did eat of the fruit, which God forbid them not to eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord, God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord, God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. This scripture is found in the book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 7 through 10. It is because of their disobedience that fear entered into the picture. They became afraid because God promised that their nakedness would be exposed if they disobeyed his instructions. This is where fear became a manifestation of the unknown. And not only that, that became where we were separated from God and there had to be a middle grounding, meaning that it had to be a mediator, which is Jesus, for us to be able to communicate with the Father, which he sent us the Holy Spirit. Jalika is really thinking hard about what Mama is saying and conjures, meaning builds up the nerves to ask questions about her fears. Mama, where does fear come from and are there other children afraid like I am? Mother answers. Fear is a feeling we get when we are unable to see things and it lives in and waits to come out of our unconscious state of mind. And it is in connection with our five senses. In grade school, we are taught about our five senses, which are sight, touch, smell, taste, sound, which is based upon our emotions and how that environment has an effect on us. Yes, there are children who experience fears such as you do, but it may not be exactly the same as what you might be afraid of, but it could have similarities to the fears that you're experiencing. Renetta is listening and eating at the same time and becomes curious about these fears. She begins to ask questions. Mama, I've never heard of the word subconscious and don't understand what it is and why we have it. Could you please explain it to us? Mama says, Well, Renetta, every human being has a subconscious. It is our second mind which is ruled and controlled by half of our brain, which plays a role in deception or irrational thinking through using our five senses, which includes our sight, touch, taste, smell, and hearing. 
We believe and see things according to what is in the physical sense of things. Jalika asked, So mama, are you seeing that there are other things around us that we are unable to see exist without us knowing? Yes, Jalika. For example, the wind we cannot see, but when it blows, we can only feel and see the effects from it. If that isn't enough proof, then ponder on this. How do we exist? First, to exist is to be. Someone had to create us in order for us to exist. The world teaches us that we exist because of the Big Bang Theory, but in reality, we didn't just suddenly appear. That is what this theory proclaims. As you can see, everything on earth has had someone created, and nothing exists without its creator. Our subconscious state of mind is something we can't see, but we know it does exist because it's a part of our thinking and it's tied to our five senses. And also, its actions are manifested through our beliefs and behaviors, which is on the outside. Mama, are you seeing that fear is a feeling which is produced in our subconscious thinking? Yes, Renetta. And let me explain more. We have one brain, but two sides of our thinking. One is our conscious state of mind, and the other part of our thinking is the subconscious state of mind, which is the part that produces irrational thoughts and irrational behaviors. Our subconscious state of mind is the area of our brain in which the devil and his demons are constantly attacking because it deals with our emotions, which are feelings. Everything of the past is stored here as a reminder of that shocking experience or something we really liked and desired to go back to. So every time you go through or experience something that has caused you pain or has made you uncomfortable, lies in waiting for you to be afraid of doing that again. It brings in worry, doubt, and unbelief. This is the root and the resting place that fear lives. In our conscious state of mind, there is a balance between knowing what is real and what isn't. We're able to make decisions and think clearly. It is the very heart of where God dwells and it is dealing with the now. When we are in our conscious state of mind, there is joy, love, peace, and we are attentive and sensitive to hearing the voice of God. Fear doesn't dwell in the conscious state of mind because in the conscious state of mind, fear has no connection to the heart because we're out of touch with our feelings and into knowing with God. Mama, our school bus is waiting outside. All right, Jalika and Renetta. Put your Bibles away and we'll finish this conversation on another day at another time. For now, grab your coats and lunch bags and go board your bus for school. Renetta and Jalika grabs their things, race to the bus. Bye, Mama. Love you. As the girls board the bus, 
Love you, my baby girls. Have a blessed day. Now, this is the end of our story. So we're going to do some reflecting. That concludes our story for today. Now is the time for reflecting, meaning to look back. We're going to look back at what we just learned. Little ones, our special bonus words for today are conscious, subconscious, and perceive. Our lesson highlights are fear, which is found in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And it is on establishing the foundations of what God has given to us, and that is His power, love, and a sound mind. Now, what does this mean? It means that we have control over our thoughts, meaning that we have the ability to change what we perceive in our thoughts. To perceive something is seeing it in a different way. So we're on to our next part of this lesson, which is a quiz. And you might want to get a pen and some paper and write these questions down so that you can answer them. And if you have to um, remind yourself, try going back over this episode so that you can learn and then answer your questions. So my first question for your quiz is, what is fear and why does it exist in our lives? So you have two parts to this question that you will need to answer. One, you have to say, what is fear and, or explain, what is fear and why does it exist? These are answers that you're going to answer and you just, um, it's something that you can look back over. And what you can do is to help you with these questions, you can actually make it a journal where you can be able to reflect back as you get um get older as you grow older so you look back to this to see where you have grown um in your spiritual walk with god the second question is in your own words describe what fear looks like to you so you're going to tell either your parents or you know whoever you would like to share this with what it looks like to you The third question is, in what ways are we able to overcome being afraid? Give this a little bit of thought and ponder about on on the thought of why you have fear and how you can get rid of that fear. The fourth question is, what are the differences between the conscious state of mind and the subconscious state of mind? So you need to be able to identify the difference between the two. And that way you'll be, a, be able to make a better decision on which way you should be thinking or how you do something. So our last little portion, I think this is the last part. Yeah, this is the last little portion before we I'm um, going to close out. Um, this is something you want to write down to, so you know, keep your pencil and your paper handy. So you're gonna do a fill-in blank. So you're gonna fill in the blanks, and I'm gonna read them to you. I'm gonna read it at least twice, so that you have the time to 
write it down. And I will go slowly. So this fill in blank is God has not given us the spirit of blank, comma, but of blank and of blank and of a sound mind. Okay, again, God has not given us the spirit of blank, comma, but of blank and of blank and of a sound mind. The next question, which is number six. Everything on blank has had someone create it and nothing is blank without its blank. Again, everything on blank has had someone created and nothing is blank without its blank. So you can find the answers to the fill-ins and even to the questions before one through four, you can find those um, answers if you go back and listen to the lesson. Little ones, this ends our lesson for today and I hope you have learned and gotten a better understanding of what fear is and how to overcome it. I'm praying that you have enjoyed this first children's bible explorations lesson volume one episode please don't forget to share these episodes with your family and friends and all whom you may come in contact with these episodes could be shared through the anchor.fm app itunes spotify google podcast radio public pocket cast and other listening platforms where it is available you might want to share this with your parents so that they can make it where you receive the um, the lessons. You have to go and you have to either like, subscribe, or follow. Yeah, that's the way you can share it. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina, have a blessed and wonderful day.